This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Gohan from Dragon Ball Super, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Excuse me, Gohan, this is more of a narrator type thing. Uh, okay. Just do it more like a next time on Talk Time Live. Uh, next time on Talk Time Live. Don't quit your day job, Gohan. This week, NetherRealm Studios finally gives fans what they want and more. Rumors of a possible Dreamcast Mini coming soon, and my review of Persona 5 Scramble Phantom Strikers for the Nintendo Switch. Yes, you heard me. The Nintendo Switch. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extras. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. to another episode of select start i am your host xavier josiah i hope everybody's having somewhat of a good week if not a great week uh with everything that's going on uh i can tell you i had a pretty pretty darn good week a lot of good things has happened this week um you know before i even do that i want to give a big thanks to our previous guest and that is uh greg Casavin from uh super giant games i, I believe formerly from game spot he did say he was a game critic and i didn't realize it from until i researched it and he used to work for GameSpot, I believe, as a game critic. Uh, that's awesome. And now he is in the mix of, you know, creating some of the some award winning games such as Bastion, Transistor and now Hades, which has now become one of my favorite games of 2020. And it was great to have him on to talk to him in a bit. Uh, if you guys haven't checked it out, go out of your way to check it out. The audio has been up already. But if you're listening to this show right now, then that means also the video version is available now so it's on talktimelive.com you can go check it out i highly recommend it the video version has a few different features than the audio version audio version is just straightforward whereas and it has the introduction soundbite from uh tc carson who was kratos you know i wanted to keep the greek theme going there and the original voice of kratos but i should say by the way um and i I just wanted to uh, keep that straightforward, but the video version actually has a few new, uh, has some game footage of the game and such. So if you never played Hades, if you haven't played Hades, but you heard me talking about it, go out of your way to find out why you need to check out that game and why you need to play that game. You know, as far as isometric uh, games go with the isometric perspective, this one hits home. It is hardcore and, and awesome so it was great to have him on the show to talk about that and more the other big news that i have you know unrelated to video games but it's very important i should say i voted my vote is in my i voted this monday got it in went to city hall handed to handed to them directly and yesterday i got the notice that it has been received and it has been recorded so pe- uh, people if you have not done this yet Go out of your way to do it. Get it in as early as possible. Already 6 million people have voted mail-in and it's been recorded, myself included. I'm part of the 6 million now. Let's make it more than that. Let's get it happening. We need change. We need to demand change. We all need to work together with whoever the president is going to be. Hopefully it will be a different one and we can get this going. It's it's extremely important. And you're talking, you're listening to a guy who admittedly, did not vote in some years because I didn't think it mattered and I didn't think I mattered or they didn't make me think I mattered. I can't do that anymore. I can't be that irresponsible anymore. I have to demand more. We have to demand more. So remember, this literally is our end game. I don't know what what you'll need to do to get it going. Watch, you know, watch Endgame and Infinity War in order to do it because, you know, I'm sorry, there's some similarities 
parodies in some cases to that movie uh in reference and parallel to what's going on now in a sense but um yeah do whatever you can but get your vote in it's that much important yeah i you know i don't care if i gotta get jury duty or whatever it's just it's i we gotta fight and it, it i honestly i see the importance of jury duty now <laughs> more than ever uh, because we don't want the wrong people going in and it's been a lot of that and i was almost one of those people so get it in people uh we got some news to talk about today in the world of gaming we can't waste any more time let's talk about it netherrealm studios ed boone one of the biggest trolls on twitter but troll is a almost a compliment for ed boone in the sense that he does it when he does it it's a lot of fun because he really he really plays with the fans he loves the fans but he plays with the fans as opposed to a actual person who is just bitter and hateful and trolls and just wants to piss people off uh in a sense but they finally gave the fans what they've been asking for for so long since mortal since mortal kombat 11 even you know premiered and they finally announced the coming of melina not only just melina we get more we get rain who's actually in the game as well and of all people and i had to think about this and see if this was actually an appropriate choice but yeah it really is rambo yes john rambo yes sylvester stallone rambo ed boone and netherrealm announced it on social media um with the latest addition to the roster i didn't even know we were going to get anymore and i think this actually may be the last of the dlc characters to come in because they're changing the name once again um from aftermath to ultimate so now you're going to be able to get these um three and even more it, it's uh it, it's i believe the voice of rambo is in fact and ed boone actually said on twitter it is voiced by sly stallone himself so he is a part of this whole entire thing so now we got rambo and we got the terminator in here which spoiled it that's kind of actually badass I, I i'm not mad at that because you can't say that rambo is not a a appropriate addition to this because they got other guys in the game who uses artillery uh weapons and 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 you know stuff like that so he pretty much is plus he has combat skills so it does make sense for him to be on it he could join the mortal combat tournament and again what i love about another realm and i mentioned this many times before is that he actually they when they bring somebody in from the outside they immerse them in through storyline and narrative they actually bring them in so they make sense of why they're there i this is one of my biggest complaints from video games and i'm sorry more importantly fighting games that has these uh special guest characters is that they don't make sense to why they're there why they like I, bandai namco is the biggest one they're the ones that actually will have noctis from Fa final fantasy geese howard from uh fatal fury and it's like and negan from the walking dead it's like how did they get here why are they there how are they a part of the universe they're just there it is just like there's no sense of effort as to why they're there netherrealm goes all out they got the teenage mutant ninja turtles on injustice 2 and you play the game and you see their endings they got ending games as to how they you know warped in or to that world and how are they a part of the world it makes sense of it they do this all the time they did it with spawn they did it with they do with everybody every guest character that they've ever had even freddy in in leatherface they made sense of why they were there and how they got there and how they were immersed into the mortal Kombat universe or injustice universe so i i really really enjoyed how they how they do things and i think that's ed boone and the, and the uh, crew really knew that and they saw that and it's like it doesn't make sense for them to just be in the world just to be in there like really bring them into the universe you know hellboy another example that they did that they used made sense of all of that so yeah i like when they pick somebody it, it's somebody that actually absolutely makes sense to the actual game so um as i said like they it's it came with a really cool video this trailer 
where everybody's in the jungle and we see rain chasing down one of the Takatan uh, warriors uh in there and he you know destroys that dude shortly after melina appears and begins fighting rain melina maneuvers away from a trap placed by a wire shortly the two stop and notice that someone was appearing through the uh vines and bushes to be none other than john rambo himself so i mean that, that was awesome now the bad part the, it's because of COVID. because of COVID, it really screwed everything up like another the other thing another realm does so well is surprise people and unfortunately there was you know i think the the uh opportunity to really surprise people uh kind of fell through because unlike their their best reveal was the teenage mutant ninja turtles when they had the uh injustice 2 tournament on uh what was it oh what channel i forgot what cable network there was i don't know if it was spike or whatever or uh whatever channel that was that they had this tournament and in the stroke of midnight they revealed something huge and man that i i, I remember there's videos still out there of people going crazy over the announcement of the teenage mutant ninja turtles joining the injustice crew and i remember watching on tv and i remember myself screaming out like wake it was 12 12 midnight people are probably asleep i'm waking up people in my building <laughs> because i'm going off and you see people in the studio going crazy over the announcement of this one of the best reveal announcements ever up until final fantasy uh 7 remake that i i would always give that a follow-up number two uh, as far as exciting new um game reveals that right there, nothing is going to compare to final fantasy 7 remake uh but the turtles thing was awesome the the reveal is awesome so i think because of COVID, you you really missed the chance to get this type of you know situation out because i'm pretty sure they would have revealed it in some really grand fashion there but nonetheless we're getting those three it's going to be awesome melina's finally coming out so we can we can stop with the melina tweets <laughs> i mean it's great for netherrealm but it's annoying for anybody else who's on there and it's like all right what is, I, I still people need to tell me the 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 lore with melina like i like melina as a character i don't understand what was the big deal i don't know if she was like it is a lot of people used her as a main character to use in a game and as a main is like was she really that good i i somebody has to explain that to me uh, hopefully one of our acmg members will be able to explain that to me i don't know but um this is coming november 17th so and of course there's going to be some extra you know goodies and and uh skins that are going to be coming with this pack as well um what is the one uh time warrior skin pack is going to be you know coming along with this as well so if you watched the trailer and you saw some uh or, or a screen prints of things you've of like ryu in, in like a new outfit or whatever like that yeah all that's coming soon so again mortal kombat 11 maybe also be one of my favorite things to happen this year like mortal kombat 11 aftermath loved it i'm one of the people who loved that uh, aftermath i love that they did what they did there and uh i wish other people would do the same crystal dynamics <laughs> allow me to play my damn story mode that i pay so much money for that i can we i gotta ask i gotta say if you're listening to this if you're one of the people that listen to this episode right now can we please as a community of gamers demand better from these game companies we give them money we don't we're not obligated to give them money we give them money to have a great experience so if i'm playing a, if i spend a hundred bucks on a game i want a full experience where i can enjoy the story as many times as i want if i'm buying it like i, I hate the fact that we have to now when it when a certain game comes out we have to ask are we going to be able to play the story mode more than once <laughs> i never thought i would have to ask that question but yeah here we are we got jump force that does that crap and one of the first games i've i've ever played that does that did that and now we got marvel avengers that does that i i i hate this idea like who what genius who was the genius who produced the idea to come up with and say well we'll just let them play the campaign mode once and then we'll just let them play the same old crap for the, for the long run every mission is the same like 
if you would have gave us the chance to play the story mode again, then we probably wouldn't be complaining about playing the same mission modes all the time. I've stopped playing, you know, Marvel Avengers at this point because it's it's boring. And apparently this is the same stuff that people were having trouble with uh, the game Anthem. And like if if it failed for one cup, but then it doesn't in a sense because you got you got people, you got gamers who settle and, and settle and go for this. Like there is there is a target audience that these game companies look out for and this and i hate to say it and i hate to be insulting like this but it is I, I, if i don't explain it in this way i don't think it'll get to people's head they look for morons they look for idiots they look for lazy people who don't care or don't want to care about their their value as a consumer if if more people did i doubt they would be able to get away with what they're getting away with this is why we as a community need to band together the same way we as a country or any country need to band together as citizens and demand better. We have the option. It is not an obligation for us to buy into whatever they sell it. If we don't like it, we don't buy and you've done it. The thing is people do it all the time, but they don't do it when it's when it matters. They do it for the wrong reasons sometimes and it, 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 it just it, it burns me. It just burns the hell out of me. So folks, like stick to the nether realms out there who gives you all everything that you want and more for the price that you that they ask for. And they give you your money's worth. You know, uh, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. That game looks like it's going to be awesome. I can't speak for <laughs> I can't speak for that uh, that remastered version. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it is mostly cosmetic. The game controls and everything are still the same or whatnot, but that it is what it is. But they still, regardless, give you what you want. A chance to replay the story mode again, get some extra stuff, have some cool, you know, uh, you know, additions and everything to it. So, I, you know, regardless of that, they still give you what you want. You know, Santa Monaco games give you what you want. Um, Supergiant games give you what you want. Way forward. You know, stick to all these guys. Like, stick to the people invest in the in, in the companies that give you what you want here that's all i'm saying people that's all i'm saying so let's move on to another situation here not a situation but uh i got a chance to see a video uh with playstation that actually did kind of did like sort of what they you know like a reverse engineering type of demo video and basically it, it they tore down the ps5 uh, the demonstrating they, they were demonstrating basically the layout and schematics of the new system and what it involves and what we're looking forward to when we get the, when we get our hands on it um vice president mechanical design department uh yashu hiro otori uh literally gives us a breakdown of what the game console consists of by giving us a seven minute reverse engineering demo so if it's out there you could go see it if you haven't saw it already um first of all then I didn't realize this, but the, the PlayStation 5 is freaking huge. It, it, the design, the actual hardware design. I had no idea. Maybe maybe uh, Otari-san is maybe smaller or shorter <laughs> in scale, but I don't know. But, the, the, you know, him next to the PlayStation 5, that thing looks huge. I, I did not know it was going to be that huge. I have a subwoofer and a sound bar that is about the same height as this thing. So I got to stand this thing. It looks like from what I understand, from what I got out of there, I think you may be able, I think you will be able to lay it horizontally. Or I don't know he did that just to, um, you know, open it up and take it apart, but it looked like you do have the option. You may have the option of laying it horizontally, if, you know, cause a lot of people like myself have, you know, entertainment units that have shelving in there um and i'm thinking i'm looking at this thing like where the hell am i gonna put this am i gonna put this on top of my i i gotta find a place to to put this it, it's it's huge <laughs> it's, it's ginormous so that's one thing but it was actually a pretty pretty intriguing video showing a lot of what they have in there a lot of um you know uh usb ports and stuff like that and um I really, I should have turned it on and watched it while I'm doing this now. 
um ssd chips and such in there and it just, um you know cooling systems and everything the fans i love the cooling fans are huge i'm like this this literally is a mini pc that's what it comes off as it, it really plays off as a mini P, uh, pc like i have my tower pc here now i would be i would be remiss if i said it was this big but no my tower is huge but my fans and the tower that i put in here and in, in this pc is nowhere near as big as those fans and um the playstation which you kind of need because it probably heats up immensely for what it's going to be doing and hopefully it, it the sound it'll sound much smoother when it when it turns on so i'm pretty sure it will but uh go out of your way to check it out it's out right now uh i saw it on twitter it's probably out on it is out on uh youtube right now so it's very interesting to see what they did with that in there so um another thing i wanted to talk about is my thoughts on universal studios new super mario uh let me change that super nintendo world theme park this theme park is amazing it's and um, i'm gonna break a lot of people's hearts this is not universal studios orlando this is universal studios japan i remember talking about this in a like episodes back they were working on this a long time for a long time and it looks like it's finally coming to fruition now and um it looks beautiful i mean they showed concept art of it and it looks absolutely outstanding uh universal orlando um orlando resorts actually posted the concept art for the uh new park in japan which includes a look into the park at the park in completion uh they show pictures of the mario cafe other mario themed stores that you could buy merchandise in there uh as well as a mario themed pharmacy which i'm thinking that you know it was it was old-fashioned like 1950s uh you know pharmacy which you kind of you would back then i believe you could buy like milkshakes and all that stuff in there too so uh it might just actually be like a food a restaurant or whatnot and a one day photo store as well so they have all these really cool things my my one question when i looked at this my one question for this park is that for a theme park called super nintendo world why isn't there more than mario in there like the whole entire thing looks like a super mario world theme but they're calling it super nintendo world so i saw no signs of zelda kid icarus kirby donkey kong or any other themes ice climber i don't you know any of those other themes uh that you would expect from nintendo world i don't know um i i love it but i would have loved it if they would have said super mario world i don't know why they went there but if they're going to call a Super Nintendo World, they have to add a little bit more than just a world, an entire theme park that looks like a Super Mario World stage. I, you know, I mean, that's my only peeve about that. But um, otherwise, it looks awesome. And if anybody that can possibly compete with a Disney aspect, it's it's Nintendo, because it has been said many times that Mario has become even more popular in this day and age than Mickey Mouse. In fact, you barely see Mickey Mouse being branded and shown anywhere as much as you do Mario. I don't know why that is, which is weird because they still, uh, Mickey Mouse still has, you know, cartoons and animated shows that come out uh, on Disney and in Disney Plus now. And they don't, use, they have not utilized that character as much as they used to. I don't know why that is. It, that, I, that is very weird because mickey mouse was once the big fr the franchise character like even at a point beating or equal to bugs bunny which is another character that even warner brothers doesn't even use anymore it's, it's just really weird uh I, maybe times have changed i don't know but mario is literally the new bugs bunny and mickey mouse at this case and nintendo you know shoots him shoots that character to the moon finding so many ways to actually you know reinvent the wheel with them and i say this now because i also am playing you know super mario 35 which is on a um, nintendo online and it's kind of like tetris the tetris uh game that they have where everybody can compete online and such like that it's it's the same format but it's a lot of fun and they always find other ways to reutilize uh mario you know with mario's 35th anniversary coming you know this is this is awesome um believe this park will be open soon 
very soon like i think in the course of this month so unfortunately i don't know how many people are going to be able to do anything with covid going on or anything i granted it's not the united states and it's probably not nearly as bad <laughs> over there as it is over here like it's, it's it's horrible over here i mean come on we got two hundred thousand, and there's places like um new zealand and other places that like got like five or something i'm, I'm exaggerating but it is extremely low number in comparison to us we we just handle this so poorly and that's why another why i hate to bring it in but that's why we need to vote because we need to find get somebody who's going to be able to handle these type of situations so we can enjoy this stuff <laughs> you know people are jealous on the acmg facebook group about like what not being able to go there i'm like you know why we can't go there is because we're we're on punishment right now we can't go to other countries because we're we're the most inhabited country of COVID right now if we find somebody who takes this seriously and, uh, and and relies on the science then we can get rid of this virus and we can travel to places like this once again i know i had mega ran on the show a while back and he normally would be in japan touring in japan sometime this year um at least one or like two or three times this year and i know he, he it's it's you know crappy on him because uh he he normally would be traveling all around the world and he would have been a philly by now or stuff like that but it sucks but we need to be better we need to demand better like i said it all comes in so let's move on to some sega news here and this is the last bit of news that i have before we go into our final stage review of the phantom of uh what is that game <laughs> persona 5 scramble <laughs> the phantom strikers uh but rumor has it that a possible dreamcast mini is in the works that woke me up immensely when i heard that news sega creative producer yosuke uh yusuke oka uh, um oku nara uh if i'm pronouncing that right suggested that the next micro console could be in the form of the cult classic dreamcast uh in an interview with siliconera uh oka nara uh, said pretty much the following i think for the next one we may go with a concept close to the mega drive mini if i say if i have to say names it could be in a sg 1000 mini or a dreamcast mini the company recently released the sega mega drive mini last year and was uh, well received by many who actually purchased it so in hindsight yes bring this i want this so bad um but it's really going to be interesting to see what games they put on air if they if this is to happen because if you played the sega dreamcast like i have and i had myself both a us and Jap uh, japan version because again back then there were imports that they had in japan that you couldn't get in the us or they would have certain games early so we used to jump we used to, like import like the next segment um it's going to be all about talking about imports because persona 5 scramble phantom strikers is in fact an imported game from uh for the nintendo switch that i played but you know we used to play a lot of fighting games the with the niche that dreamcast had and why a lot of people had it it was the prime of the fighting game era and dreamcast provided so much great fanfare for fighting games i mean you had capcom series like uh, marvel versus capcom one and two you had snk versus capcom in there one and two you had the last blade you had all these arcade awesome fighting games in there now i you know and then also you had their flagship game which was the original sonic uh adventure which the first sonic adventure was i love that game i love the game and i also loved the theme song that they made for the game which i love the fact that nintendo honored that game by putting it on super smash brothers ultimate so you can listen to the entire uh song in there. It's, it's i i used to love this song because to me that was their equivalent to you got the touch from transformers the movie you know it gave you that type it gave you those type of feels so i am so looking forward to hoping that this comes out but also it's just a matter of what games they're going to come out with and i hope if they do i hope that snk versus capcom one and two comes in there i hope the uh some of the sega stuff comes in there like market well market wolf is everywhere I, I can't even 
Mark of the Wolf is in every system. But give us games that we haven't, you know, played in some time. Like SK versus Capcom 1 and 2 is something I want to play over again because I thought it looked beautiful. And SK versus Capcom Chaos is something that never came to America. I have it on a, uh, a Raspberry Pi uh, unit that I have over there. And it's not easy to play by the way but it's awesome to have um but yeah I, I that that would be awesome dreamcast is one of those cult classic games that didn't get his due and it was one of the last runs for sega i wished i wish they would have hung on a little bit longer but you know we don't know this is one of those situations where we don't know what's going on in the background financially and it looks like they couldn't hold up financially to the likes of uh playstation and, and nintendo and, and, and you know it's funny people always talk about nintendo as if they're not like the elite and you got to look at the history nintendo's always been there but there's always been a 3do there's always been a turbo graphics there's always been a um, dreamcast there's always been you know all these other things but nintendo always remained the same like now you got xbox you know playstation always rivals everything else but nintendo stays the same and you know why it's because they don't compete if you realize they really don't try to compete they don't compete at all to the likes of microsoft or the likes of playstation and the reason being is because they are in a league of their own plain and simple so uh it is what it is but i i hope that this happens I, the dreamcast is the one mini i would go all out for especially if I see the library of games that it will provide. You know, the, the games in the Dreamcast ran from probably 500 MB to maybe a gig or or like at least a gig or two. So I'm pretty sure if they added like even 500 gigs of memory in that, that you could get a substantial amount of games on a Dreamcast, literally. And, and they need to stop being, you know, you know, light with these games because again, you got people who create these Raspberry Pi, you know, consoles and upload all these games on there. Like you got to give us some money's worth. And when it comes to Dreamcast, there's a lot of games that you can play that are, that are, uh, gives you your money's worth. So hopefully they'll do that and it'll be awesome. So, folks, that will do it for this segment. We're going to take a break, come back. And in our final stage review, I'm going to uh, review my first import uh, import in years in persona 5 scramble phantom strikers we'll do that right after this ladies and gentlemen this is dax xavier josiah the host of acmg presents talk time live the podcast you want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games such as this is miley Flanagan, the voice of naruto this is stephanie shea the voice of sailor moon this is ruben langdon voice of ken masters and dante from devil may cry hey there this is kyle Abear, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! we are back with our final stage review and it is my review of persona 5 scramble phantom striker which is on the nintendo switch and the playstation 4 japan before i even get down with that i want to give a big shout out to my man dj Cutman, who just came out with a brand new album that you're listening to right now you're listening to cuts from the album right now uh super lofty world 2 what you're listening to is one of the smoothest albums i've ever heard for gamers i call it baby making music for gamers in fact it is available now you could go to spotify apple music google play youtube beatport and amazon music to buy and check out the album and all of their albums you could go to gamechops.com you always hear the music on here you'll be hearing a lot of this music for weeks on end because i am going to be rocking it 
I love this album. I, I mean, it's one of his finest and smoothest albums that he's put out to date. And he's awesome. Go go follow DJ Cutman. He, he's a very popular uh, producer and music producer and a very talented one at, to boot. Um, it's good to have neighbors in the creative world, <laughs> man, I tell you. But uh, Super Luffy 2 out right now. So go out of your way to check it out. But let's talk some imports here, man, because I'm, look, it's been a while since i bought an import uh and this is the fun part of gaming that i used to love doing buying expensive video games that you cannot get in the us and right now although they did say there has been talks about persona 5 scramble coming to the us i don't know when that is and to what extent it will be but it it's not out now i was waiting for it to come out when it first uh premiered in japan because i saw it a long time ago that it was coming and there and this version of it at that this is their this is atlas's answer to like hyrule warriors if you will uh koi tecmo i believe is a part of this as well and they band together to create their version of a dynasty warrior game which is quite a contrast from all of the other dynasty warrior games which i love because there was a time when Dynasty Warriors to constantly come out with different uh, games, but it was all the same stuff. Then they came out with Samurai Warrior, which started giving something new. And um, from this point on, they started they they started to realize that they needed to what well, you know if they're going to keep doing this, it can't be the same cookie cutter system, you know that they do the same hack and slash you know open stage you know system that they do. They got to bring give some flair to it. So now each game that they come out with does something different hyper warriors plays to and caters to that of the zelda universe and the zelda like control scheme while also doing the hack and slash scheme that we all know and love uh fire emblem warrior also did the same thing um fist of the north star when they came out with that um gundam warrior was also the other one that did that they did the same thing here giving its own uh, brand of familiarity with uh the persona series if you play the if you play that game then you know that it's a you know rpg it's a jrpg if you really want to put it that way uh with their own you know twist to it i have not been a persona fan like that like everybody else is like everybody else i know because i'm not an rpg fan and i'm slowly trying to you know get in with it you know remember i play fairy tale and like one of the best turn-based you know games that i've ever played and, and most enjoyable of that um so persona is said to have that same type of flair i've never really played it but i have played um the arc system works persona 4 game that i've really enjoyed as well as this game that i enjoyed as well and i didn't understand the lore of it but i am starting to get adjusted to it i wanted to play you know persona 5 scramble to see if i would be interested in the in the entire genre of this and the series of this and while it's not like while i'm not like head over hills over the the uh series like i'm now watching the anime too because the anime is available both persona 4 and persona 5 uh anime series is available on funimation while i'm not head over hills over the game i'm not jumping like and, and and as hyped as you know other uh, people i do see i do now understand the lore and and the popularity of this game and why he you know why the uh joker or the protagonist if you want to call him whichever we want to call him made it into made it as the first character in the super smash brothers ultimate series so much so i you know i but i will say i like the game enough that i actually finally did get the character uh, uh the joker character on super smash brothers ultimate just yesterday in fact for only one cent and this is why i love the nintendo eShop. this is why i keep telling people like y'all sleeping on digital but digital gives back if you keep buying on uh, in the nintendo eShop, you will get money back and sometimes if you save enough money if you buy enough stuff it builds up it builds up it builds up almost like uh frequent flyer miles and you'll be able to reuse that I only paid a penny for that DLC character, which was $5.99. I just happened to have like about almost five bucks of, um, you know, of money in, in, in my, uh, in my, in my reserve. So that was awesome, <laughs> but I digress. Uh, 
I now see the popularity of this game and I understand why. Now, granted, this is an import that is in Japan and, you know, you may be thinking, how are you playing this game and how are you able to enjoy this game when you don't know a lick of Japanese? Um, that is a great question. And normally when I buy imports, I have to make sure one thing is for sure that although the language barrier is is wide, that the control scheme is universal. So the control scheme of the game is in fact universal to anything that you've ever played before. So as long as you can get through that aspect, at least you can kind of get through the game and you can enjoy the game for what it is, even if you don't understand the plot completely of what's going on. And you know that people we've done that with fighting games before fighting game control schemes are universal. There's no different from what they're playing here uh, that they're playing over in other countries as well. It's the same thing. Uh, so if that's fine and if you played any dynasty warrior game you should be well accustomed to what you're playing here you know so i i i decided to you know just jump on it i wanted to try it and it has always been it's always been said that that these games are universal and these games are region free and i wanted to test it out and it was a big risk i had to go i went to play asia which I've been buying uh, for years, uh, games for years on air or, or, you know, game currency for years, rather yen cards for PlayStation or, you know, and I'm giving free endorsements right now, by the way, you're welcome. Play Asia. Um, but play Asia is a well respected company that's been out for years. They sell a lot of import games. They sell a lot of uh, imported items and figures that they that they mail to you whatever like that or in this case for digital downloads and stuff like that they have digital codes that they provide so i went and got a nine uh, what is it a nine thousand uh yen card which in fact is in the, the equivalent of a uh, hundred bucks in a sense because uh, these like these imports aren't cheap at all <laughs> they are that's the one thing you need to know import games are never cheap they they never been cheap they never will be cheap um so i not only got that actually i got a 1800 <laughs> an 1800 uh yen card or is it 18,000 yen i think it might be yeah uh, thousand uh i got a yeah uh, 9000 yen and uh, i got two 9000 yen cards which is about 100 each and i decided to get persona 5 and oh the only reason why i did it because i normally normally in the uh normally when a game comes out on the japan side of the uh eShop, it normally means that there's going to be an american equivalent coming shortly after within a few days or a day after at least this one did not come this per uh, persona 5 scramble came out months ago and it's still and you you would think that they would have a game for america no they do not i was very surprised i was really looking forward to getting this game a long time ago but it didn't so i decided to get it now there has been talks that it will eventually come to the states i don't know why because this game came out like pre-covid so i don't there's no reason as to why it hasn't come out yet and uh, even a voice talent in there could have been on there and i know that persona 5 has a, um, a english voice cast that has been consistently on uh in doing this persona 5 royale i believe is out now too and that's another reason why i'm thinking like why is this game not out yet um so that's that's really weird it's really weird i don't know if this game will eventually come out i don't know if how much COVID has affected the production of this but it shouldn't really because all the voice actors are doing their work at home in closets like like legit like if you heard if you saw the um cast of naruto panel that i did i asked them all the question like all of the, the cast of naruto steve bloom doing it at a closet molly flanagan doing it in a closet. like everybody has a certain space that they are doing it right now because they can't go to the studios um at this time so it's safer for them to do it at home it's easy like voice actors are really that should be like the easy part right now for them to do so i don't know right, we just talked to um you know uh greg Casavin, who's been doing he, he produced hades at home even way before COVID, so it didn't affect their process so i don't know what the, the deal is if it'll ever come out but if it does the other question will they have english voice cast or will they have or will they have english subtitle 
I'm hoping for the English subtitle at least so I can understand the story of it. I mean, I know the premise of it already, but I, you know, I want to get deeper to the story. So, you know, this is the first import game that I invested in in years. Uh, it was the last time I in invested in a import game was the PS Vita era uh, where they where I had Dynasty Warrior Gundam and a 3D brawler known in Japan as Uppers, which look it was it's a lot of fun it wasn't anything deep but it was a lot of fun playing that game kind of actually similar to what i'm playing right now um just two of the many games that never made it to the u.s so now <clears throat> many of you are listening and saying like well dynasty warrior gundam actually made it into america not the one for the ps vita the one for the ps vita never made it for made it to japan i mean or, i'm sorry never made it into america for some odd reason so it was just weird because it also had cross save uh capabilities with the playstation 3 version that did come out in japan so i don't know what, how why that never came to fruition but i ended up getting you know dynasty warrior gundam there and it's still a lot of fun to play but after all these years i decided to take the chance to do it and uh i got a chance to play it so over i mean basically if you like i said if you played any dynasty warrior like game you played them all it's, it's it's pretty much the same thing here um with the story being a little bit different and the gameplay being a little bit different because they added some things that i haven't played before in other games which i thought was pretty cool so i'm gonna give you the short story of this i'm not gonna go too deep on it but six months after the events of persona 5 the phantom thieves uh of hearts meet up uh for a summer vacation only to be caught up in another adventure where they had to travel into the dream world and such and um you know check out it in just as many palaces and all the stuff that appears in japan and they go through all these different types of adventures uh there's it, different storylines in here that that i do understand what's going on uh one of them one of the stories involves a pop star who ends up in a dream world and such and they gotta you know get through that situation but it's just basically them traveling around you know trying to enjoy each other's company but having to go into the metaverse as, you know and, and and you know try to take the hearts of these people who are doing raw who are committing a lot of wrongdoing as usual so it basically it, there it, it is an original story from the video game and from the anime so and it, it and it is considered the legit sequel to persona 5 as well so um you know i think fans of the game series will absolutely enjoy this i think it has all of the elements the characteristics the music that you uh, that you hear both in the anime and the video game is on here as well so and by the way in terms of music scores this both as a video game and an anime is some of the most some of the smoothest style of um it reminds me of DJ Cutman's uh, Super Lofty World too. It's, it, it has that smooth, jazzy, mellow type of feel, just laid back and chill type of feel, and I love it. Like when I watched the anime on Funimation, I dug. I, normally, I don't like listening to the end credit because not all of them are great. Um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventures use like classic hits from actual um, music in, in, in the music world, uh, but these, this, this, I love listening to the the music on persona 5 is so mellow it's so smooth it's so chill so i dig that the gameplay for persona 5 uh, scramble like i said it's koi tecmo's uh dynasty warrior control combat system with atlas role-playing game pers uh, persona series you know embedded in there as well so there's some elements that you're in there especially when using the personas themselves you have your each character has their own persona you know that they're that you're you're aware of them but they can also change and they can acquire different personas as well and you know level those characters up those personas up to be stronger than ever and each persona has a different skill that you can use on them as well so i i, I dug that um in the gameplay the playable characters in the game is you know the protagonist aka joker as well morgana the cat uh Ryu, ryuji's in there uh takamaki is in there you uh Katagawa is in there. Um, Nijima, you'll be able to play uh, Sakura, uh, Okamoru. Oh, I'm sorry, Okamura, Sophia, uh, who's in there, and uh, Hasagawa are all in the game and just supporting characters all around as well. So 
I mean, you have a, a lengthy amount of people, not as much as other games would have per se, but you know, that's what makes this game so good. It's just like you, you know, they, they have the core group of people that you're used to from the game and the anime on there. So it, it works out that way. You don't, you don't, I think in this case, normally if you're playing like uh hyrule warriors or any of the dynasty warrior games or samurai warrior games you would want a large you know or orochi um warriors orochi game as well you want a large amount of people you don't necessarily need it for this it this has a the, the story and narrative is based around the core group of persona so they kept it that way and it's not that bad it's not that bad or big of a deal uh to use so it does take elements from both game uh, genres, which consist of real-time action combat with the turn-based system features that Persona fans are mostly accustomed to. Um, it is very reminiscent of Hyrule Warriors in a sense of having a core hack and slash, you know, game, but implementing a lot of the theme uh, game uh, game license that is based on. Um, Again, like High Rewards and other, you know, game, just not even High Rewards, but like Marvel Ultimate Alliance or even Marvel Avengers, you know, they have a party system which you can switch characters. And, well, I'm sorry, Marvel Avengers, you can't do that actually. <laughs> Let me take that out of the loop. Marvel Ultimate Alliance, you can. Uh, High Rewards, you can. All the other ones, most likely you can. Uh, they have a party system where you can switch characters. They call it the baton touch. What I like about this system is that. Not only do you you can switch characters and you know throughout the time, and I like how every time you switch characters, they high five each other and tag you into control. But during boss battles, it comes in real it comes really comes in handy with combos, consistent comboing systems. When you're attacking a boss, there's a uh, a detection um, a sign that comes up where it wants you to t uh, immediately switch to another character to keep the combo going and you got to do it within a certain amount of time so and if you do you're keeping the combo going you're depleting the boss's uh inner, you know hp even further and further as you go by so uh, i like that aspect of it the rpg elements uh comes in a way of leveling uh, uh system as well uh it allows you to pretty much learn new combos, increase your powers of your personas, upgrade your attributes, and help you get through hordes of enemies. And like any Dynasty Warrior game as well, they will have a means for you to level up faster by using your in-game currency uh, that you gain throughout the game. So like you, you'll rather use it for HP or, or you could use it to level up your personas and your uh, as well. So a lot of lot of RPG elements in this game that will keep people happy um there's also some mini games as well there's cooking uh mini games which is a way to for you to boost up your hp and sp gauges uh and you collect a, a lot of items for uh from places that you travel to you'll travel to different areas and each area has their own stores and you buy items for the stores that you can use to you know buy ingredients to cook cuisines and, and and different types of food items that will heighten yourself and you will need them eventually because once you finish a any type of battle or boss battles whatever you're gonna have to replenish your energy because sometimes they will take out one of your party uh and that's just that's a that's a definite fact the number of um, dishes you can make will increase as you learn the recipe, uh, which can retrieve at shops and events around, you know, the world that you travel in. So um, Persona 5 Scramble has a really, really fun stealth system, and I'm not a fan of stealth. I hate games that are too stealth heavy. This one is not. This actually is a is a lighthearted uh, stealth system that because uh, I mean either way it won't affect you majorly if you get caught, but you will get knocked down, and you will like, basically they'll get the advantage on you or try to get the advantage of you by doing so. But if you do it successfully, you'll uh, do this really cool like uh, I don't want to say Assassin's Creed like sequence, but sort of kind of, but it's like a very lighthearted version. But again, it gives you the advantage to attack all the enemies that you uh, go after as well. So I like that. Uh, it's really it's just really cool. I mean, if you watch the anime, if you play the game, then you know that they do a lot of sneaking around. They are the Phantom Thieves after all. So they, a lot of sneaking around is part of their uh, characteristics of the game as well. So I, I like that they added that portion of it. And it kind of breaks away. The stages are, you know, when it comes to presentation, and everything beautiful art design, everything you would expect from the game series. It captures the 
the uh, the Persona universe very well. Lots of cutscenes that consist of anime, CGI, and real-time model cutscenes as well. Uh, the maps in the game appear to be a little bit smaller and sometimes repetitive. I thought that was, if any negative I could give to that is that they're reusing certain stages over and over again, but kind of changing them up each time you could see that after a while and this is the part this is the part that i that i noticed because i'm not focusing on the story as much as i am the gameplay because i can't read the japanese uh dialogue and tech or understand the uh, dialogue or read the text and the characters in the game so you kind of if you understand the lore of the the universe of persona you know that you've been playing you kind of get an idea of what's going on with the game but it's still like you you tend to use your senses for other things and like under, like focusing on the gameplay aspect and um just focusing on the layout of it and i did start noticing that they're using a lot of stages repetitively after a while but it plays into this it, a lot of it does kind of play into how the story is and i kind of get that so it didn't bother me but i did notice that that's just one thing that it, that uh would i would consider somewhat of a negative in that case um it is you know it's really like less than a bit like i said no english options or uh at this time i'm hoping that if it does come to america because this is what happens a lot of times um sometimes if they're not using the english audio for it then they would port it the same game to america but just upload english options or other language options for subtitle and text so if they're not using that there's a chance that i could play the same game that i'm playing but have a upload of english uh the english audio on air as well or even just the english text as well and still be able to enjoy the game that way uh so maybe that will happen otherwise it is actually despite the fact that it um there is no english text it is still easy to follow um, I, I can tell you this and <laughs> back in the nineties, when I, this is how far back I was, I've been buying imported games. This is always in the nineties, back in the nineties, we didn't have the technology that we had. Now we had to go online, AOL dial up, <laughs> look for these things or hire or, or buy FAQs from people who would print out all of the information that we need to get through a game we would give them like five bucks or whatever you know meet them at a certain game store or whatever and just give them five bucks for all you know for the for the strategy guide the unofficial strategy guide of information that somebody went all out to the uh put in and then later on you know when internet started becoming more um updated and and user friendly i should say we would find game facts to go in and, and read all the stuff that we need to for people who just put all the energy and always and thank you to anybody who's ever submitted game facts you know tutorials or walkthroughs or whatever because those things help greatly on a lot of games that we played especially when it came to import games uh, when we we're trying to do translations or whatnot but now we got google Tran we got the google translate app so that helps greatly as well the google translate app i i, I use consistently i'd rather you know take uh why you know put my phone over it to see what the, the translation and decipher what the uh the characters mean or i would take a picture of it and just you know detect it you know and, and upload it onto the uh the google translate app and it seems to work fine I, I managed to understand what i needed to do on a lot of things because of that so like i said there is going there's said to be a u.s release but i don't know when that's going to be um it's it's a otherwise i really enjoy the game it's not like the best uh game i've played in terms of dynasty warrior games but i really enjoyed it. i think persona fans will enjoy it as well so overall if you are a fan of persona if you own a nintendo switch and you really are aching to play a persona game you can play a persona game if you do the steps that i mentioned go on play asia uh, purchasing a uh, a nine thousand yen, uh, yen card and getting it there, and um, it's I think it's pretty awesome. I think it's pretty awesome. I, I like the fact that um, it is still playable regardless of the language barrier portion of it. Um, I didn't have too many negatives on it, but it's still not the best game that I've ever played. But um, 
it's good enough it's it's really good enough i think honestly i think uh hyrule warriors uh calamity is going to be a great 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 game and it's going to provide a lot more than this game will so if i give a if i give a grade for this it's going to be a solid b this this i like what i played with this game and uh i think you'll enjoy it too and in fact it really actually helped me become a better persona fan now will i play the actual game the actual rpg yeah most likely because when i get a playstation 5 persona 5 is one of the games that they're going to be providing for free so i will eventually download and play that because it's free and i you know i do like everything that i've seen so far in terms of um character designs character development um i'm watching the anime of course now too so that's helping out too so i i see i see the popularity why the popularity of this game is there um but you know i, I enjoy i enjoyed it for what it was hopefully down the line uh if they can download uh english text for it if there is coming out for, with an american version then i'll enjoy it even more i'll replay it over again no problem and, and actually enjoy the story this time around he, instead of just knowing understanding the the uh the premise of it and as well so folks that will do it for this edition of select start thank you so very much again Thank you so very much to my man, DJ Cupman. Go out of your way to check him out. Super Luffy uh, World 2, which you're listening to right now. Just an awesome um, deal. And, you know, if you're a video game fan and you just like to watch or listen to video game music, go out of your way to check out DJ Cupman. All of the music that you hear on Talk Time Live and Talk Time Live Extra Select Start is from DJ Cupman, courtesy of Game Chops. So thank you to him, my good neighbor, my friend for the you know helping me rock the show properly that way and um go out of your way to check them out go to all the platforms that i mentioned on here and check them out there next week we're going back to the we're coming back to the u.s and i'm going to review gi joe operation blackout which is coming out on tuesday i pre-ordered it is ready it's already downloaded I'm looking forward to checking this out i am uh very interested it looks like an interestingly fun game third person shooter um and uh it's gonna be interesting you're gonna be able to play both the side of cobra and joe and there's two stories to it so i I, i'm quite interested in seeing what they're gonna happen i do want to take note that there is a transformers game that is coming out later this month as well i am opting out on that game is as much of a transformers fan as i am i am opting out of doing and playing that game because it looks it doesn't look like the Transformers that I am used to and accustomed to. The, the 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 designs, the design of Transformers looks hideous. So unless they come out with some type of a different skin that looks like an actual G1 Transformers, I'm cool. But it's based on an old mobile game that came out years ago that I love, which was based on G1. It was a like a 16-bit version of what they're doing right now. So they're now doing a 3D version of it, but modernizing it, but giving us a really crappy looking version of the Transformers, in my opinion. So I'm opting out on that. But G.I. Joe Operation Blackout looks great. And uh, I'm looking forward to checking out and see what I think. Then, I believe the week later, I will have my second import, and this one is going to be a game that's coming out very soon, uh, and that is Common Rider Memories of Heroes. I am so looking forward to that game. It looks astounding. I believe it is another sort of uh, action hack and slash RPG type of game like Dynasty Warrior as well, but visually it looks beautiful, and this is not coming out to America anytime soon i could have sworn i saw a trailer but it looks like southeast asia is going to have um this and it, this actually may have english text in there as well so uh i may be able to enjoy the story you know as is so we'll see we will see i'm looking forward to it again special thanks to greg Casavan of super giant games go out of your way to check out that interview right now and uh i believe this week too i may have an actual uh prime show coming because if i'm correct my hero academia heroes rising comes out on digital and if that's the case we will have a show this week uh coming so stay tuned for that and much much more folks keep following us on talktimelive.com check out this check out the new video version of the interview which is available now and as well as all of our exclusive interviews you go on the top check out the tab that says talk time live exclusives tap on that all of our interviews are exclusive interviews of the recent guests that we had throughout this year i guess i keep getting new guests so i gotta it's gonna be hard for me to keep updating these but 
you know, uh, it's all there. A lot of great, uh, literally uh, over 50, uh, you know, interviews with people in the world of anime, comics, movies, and games all on there. Go out of your way, check it out, enjoy it. You can check it out on talktumblive.com. You can subscribe and download on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Amazon Music, all there. Go out of your way to check it out. So folks, again, please remain safe. Please do vote. Please do mask up. Please, let's make change and look out for each other in the process. That is all I got to say. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and have a great week, people. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.